In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee, to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because she belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there were no guest rooms available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Thank you very much, Kiana. Good on you. Can we put our hands together and thank Kiana for reading so well this evening? Well, it's Christmas. It's finally come. And to those of you that have been working so hard in the kitchen and getting things organized, thank you very much for everything you've done to make Christmas what it's about to be. Christmas is almost here. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. I search around at this time of the year for very short explanations of Christmas, very simple sentences to explain what Christmas is. And I found a beaut in John's Gospel. John was one of the followers of Jesus, and he explains what was happening at that first Christmas. One sentence. This is what he says. The true light that lights every person was coming into the world. That's how he explains Christmas. The true light that gives light, inspiration, guidance, deep wisdom, life's vitality, the true light that lights people up, the true light that lights every person in the world was coming, was coming to be present among us. I like that definition. It's a good, and it explains why we celebrate with so many lights, why we celebrate with so much pageantry and joy and wrapping up gifts and eating food and having parties, because God's true light, creation light, profound light, hope is coming into the world to touch every person. John goes on. It says, the true light that lights every person was coming into the world, and those who received him, he gave them power to become the children of God. Do you know what God wants to do for each one of us? He wants to put his amazing light inside of us and then put us inside his divine family. He wants to put his glorious light in us and then put us in his Profound, eternal, safe, glorious family. What a beautiful picture. That's what we're celebrating at Christmas. Now, I like when I drive my car and stop at intersections to be nosy and see what the people are doing in the cars 
in front of me, beside me, and behind me. Do you do that? And the norm, the, the normal response when you look at the person next to you, glance in the rearview mirror, look at the person behind you, is this. Total disconnection. Total deadpan. No emotion. No engagement. Nothing. Every once in a while, somebody will forget themselves and do this. <laughs> there are windows, people. Remember. Every once in a while, there'll be somebody who is boogieing to the beat of the very, the very best band. And I, I love those people. You know, go girl. Good on you, bro. You, you, you keep, because they're plugged into something that is connecting them, that is giving them some energy, some life. I had an experience the other day. I was, I was at Springvale Road about to cross, and I glanced in my rearview mirror, and the fellow behind me in his car was doing this. Norm. Nothing. I probably picked my nose or something, and then in a minute or two, glanced in the rearview mirror again to see him fully animated. He was laughing. He was gesturing. He was, he was alive. Now, I guess what ha had happened, and you can guess too, his mobile phone rang, and suddenly he was connected with somebody outside of his car, somebody in his world that he cares enough about to want to have a conversation with, and he came to life. You know, we are, we are designed to be in connected relationships. We, we are designed to come alive when we connect. We connect with other people. When we connect with things that matter, we come to life. Now, here's the thing. There are so many people in our world who have a spirit that is disconnected and nearly dead. There are so many people who even though they connect in with somebody, you know, on the mobile phone or have some music and they're, they're jiving, deep inside there's a dark and lonely experience. There are so many people in our world who have a soul that is all but dead. Now, this is what John says about Christmas. The true light that lights every person was coming into the world. The true connection with God. And everyone who received him, everyone who received Jesus and his story and his teaching and believed in him, God gave them power to be children of God. Brought them into his family. Gave them deep connection. This is what God wants to do for every one of us, not just on the mobile phone, but deep in the soul of ourselves. He wants to connect with us most profoundly. And when that happens, it animates something beautiful in life. It opens up something wonderful to have God's light in you and to be in God's family is an amazing thing. This is what John is celebrating when he tries to write about Christmas. It's what the songwriters are celebrating that we sing. It's why we come and worship and why we are engaged in this way at Christmas. What is Christmas? The true light that lights every person who's coming into the world. And those who received him, God gave them power to become the children of God. God wants to put his light in you and then put you in his family. What an amazing picture. So... If that's what Christmas is, then why 
is the world not a better place? Why are there not more people who are boogieing to the beat of the very best band in their souls as well as their bodies? Why are there still wars? Why is there still the possibility of an argument over family dinner? I pray that doesn't happen. Why is there, is there still angst in the world? Well, John's gospel tells us. You see, I quoted his gospel, but I left something out. I jumped. I told you the good news, then he has bad news, bad news, good news. I just gave you the good news bits. I need to go back and give you the bits that I skipped. He says, this is what Christmas is all about. The true light that lights every person was coming into the world. He was in the world. And the world was made by him, but the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, the Hebrew people, who had God's law, who had God's ways of worship, who had God's promise of a Messiah. He came to his own, and his own received him not. But to as many as did receive him, to them he gave power to become the children of God. Why is it that Christmas hasn't changed the whole world? It's because people don't recognize and people don't receive this gift of true light which lights every person and an invitation into God's family. We don't always recognize it. Christmas is here. Don't miss it. Now, before we go tonight, I want to play a game, and the kids are probably going to be good at this, so heads up, kids. Uh, if you're here tonight, I'm going to put in just a minute, don't do it yet, a picture up on the screen, and we're going to look for the problem in that picture, and my guess is the kids are going to get there ahead of the rest of us. Now, this comes out of some research, so everybody get ready, because in just a minute, I'm going to ask you to play, are you okay to play a game on Christmas Eve? Okay to play a game? The game is, I'm going to ask you in just a moment, when you see the problem, to stand to your feet. The picture that I'm going to put up in just a second is an image that comes out of the medical world. They did some research in the Boston Women's Hospital, and they got two dozen radiologists to review a stack of CT scans. These are medical images of a cross-section of someone's lungs. And they said to the people, the radiologists, that we want you to review all of these slides. They're from five different people, and we want you to look for anomalies. Is there anything wrong? So that's what medical people do. That's what uh, radiologists do. They look at the slides, and they try to see, are you okay? Now, on five of the slides in the stack, there's an anomaly, a mistake, something that does not belong there. And I'm going to show you one of those slides, and I want you to start looking for the thing that doesn't belong. And when you see it, you can stand up. Now, if you know this research, if you know that, if you've played this game before, well, you can stand on your feet. But don't tell any, don't help anybody. It's just you and the screen, all right? No helping. And as soon as you see the mistake, the, the, the thing that's the problem, the anomaly, you stand up. Can we put the image up on the screen? So those of you who are medical, I recognize this is a CT scan. And there's something very wrong with this picture. Stand up when you see the problem. Now, kids, just there we go, bunch of you. Now, you're looking for an anomaly, a mistake, something that's wrong. Can you see it? Let me help you. You're looking for a gorilla. Can you see it? Come on. 
There's a gorilla. Don't stay standing. Stay standing. Stay standing. Just because you've, you, you didn't win yet, just stay standing. Can you see the gorilla? Oh, dear. Those of you who are standing, would you look around the room at those who cannot see the gorilla? Okay, now this is what I want you to do. Help somebody close to you. Help somebody. Come on, lean in and help one another. Stay standing. Stay standing. I want to get everybody on their feet, but you have to see the gorilla to stand up. Is there nobody back here that can help people? Help these folk. Okay. Can you see the gorilla? I hope there's nobody still seated because that means that you wouldn't help. Shame on you. We'll go to the next slide and it's circled and you can see the gorilla. Now, are some of you thinking, why did it take me so long to see that gorilla? Here's the, let me make you feel better. The medical professionals, the radiologists, 83% of them missed it. You could have a gorilla in your lungs and they might not even catch it. They missed it. They missed it. The Son of God came into this world, the light that lights up every person. And people miss it. And they still miss it. And that's why the world is what the world is. Don't miss it. Don't miss it this Christmas. So why? Why do we miss it? Why do you miss a gorilla in your lungs? One reason is focus. All those medical professionals have been trained. They know what they're looking for. They're focused on something. And you know about Christmas. You've been to these things before. You've probably... Anybody in here celebrated Christmas before? Yes. Now that's a challenge for us because we know what we think we know and that focus can get in the way. When you celebrate Christmas this year, expect God to come. Expect the light which lights up every person to come into your home, to come into your life, to come around your family table. Because this is not just a story about something that happened a long time ago and God's lost interest. This is how God wants to change your life, your family, our world. So expect it. You know another problem we have when we look at those, those images on the screen? We have preconceptions. How many of you were looking for the gorilla? If you want to sit down, you can. Yeah, sorry, I should have said that a couple seconds ago. How many of you were looking for the gorilla in the white spaces? Yeah, you thought it was a trick. You thought, okay, I've got to, maybe if I squint, maybe if I back up, maybe if I stand on my head, I could see this. There's a lot of people who chase God in that same way. I need to find the trick here. I need to, I need to, and, and, and the gorilla's right there in plain sight so this Christmas, expect and reflect. Just spend some time leaning back and thinking. Thinking about this amazing story. Thinking about your family and the things you love. Thinking about this creation and what God has given us. Thinking about the future and what it means and what God wants for this world and what he wants for you. And some of you didn't get it till somebody else pointed it out to you. And that's okay. Expect, reflect, and connect. One of the ways most of us begin to discover things about God is somebody else tells us. Somebody else gets us on the right track. So this Christmas, you've come to a, a service to think about these things. Good on you. Keep expecting, keep reflecting, and keep connecting. Ask others who, who know God to help you know God. 
Take some time in 2017 to connect with Jesus' story. Get a Bible and read about it. Connect in with others who are followers of Jesus. Because Christmas is here. What a shame if we missed it. And yet, sometimes it's easy to miss the things that are right there. Right there in plain view. So here's what you do. Expect, reflect, and connect. Over this Christmas season, just pray and ask God to be present with your family, present in your life, and expect to see his light and to experience his family. Expect and reflect. Take some quiet time and just lean back and think. Look in a different direction. Maybe God is so present in your family right now, but you just don't see him because you're focused somewhere else. Maybe he is so present for you and you just haven't noticed. And take some time as you expect and reflect to connect. Thank you so much for coming and sharing with us tonight. May God give you a very, very Merry Christmas. As you go, share your love with others and serve those around you with this wonderful message of Christmas. The true light that lights every person has come into the world. Would you stand? I'd like to pray for your family, and I'd like to pray for all of us tonight as the band comes onto the platform. We'll sing again and then go to celebrate this Christmas season. Let me lead us in prayer. God, how grateful we are that you love us, sent your Son to live for us and to die for us, to light us up. You have sent your Son to give us life, abundant life. And you have sent your Son to draw us into your eternal family. Lord God, at this Christmas, help us to experience in deeper and more profound ways the joy of that light and the hope of that family. Lord, we love you and praise you and thank you for Christmas. We thank you for the baby Jesus. We thank you that he became a man. We thank you that he lived to show us how to live and died to show us how to live forever that he rose again and he walks with us today. Lord, bless your people. Bless, I pray, God, every family represented in this place tonight. Shower your love and your kindness, your goodness and your mercy upon everyone. Lord, I pray for families and for friends and for connections and relationships and for all of us, Lord, as we go and, and celebrate this Christmas. May we not miss the things most profound from you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.